Hi, we're the Dick Cracks from Austria. And you're listening to the Dummy Room. Dummy up. This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey everybody, you're in the dummy room. I'm Jody Have Not, joined as always by Mr. Nate Devil. What's up, Nate? Not much. How you doing? Ah, pretty good. Pretty good. You? I am doing uh, pretty good, man. Tonight is episode 83. 83. Episode 83, and I'm totally stoked, dude. We got Cody from the Lillingtons and Teenage Bottle Rockin' and Sack, dude. Yeah, dude. I fucking love this this guy's music, man. He's, he's... Oh, yeah. So many good songs. So many good songs. Huge in our boat. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like one of those guys on that Rushmore. Definitely, yeah. Uh, before that, um, did you happen to listen to that uh, Livermore thing I sent you? Yeah, man, I checked it out. I dug it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, John from Mom's Basement. Uh, we were shooting the shit the other night, and I hadn't, you know, I had heard the Livermores on, I think it was the, the Proton Pack split if I'm not mistaken, and I guess it didn't really, um, it didn't stick out to me too much, you know? Yeah. But um, I fucking played, the first song on this thing, man, blew my mind. The whole album is good, man, but it's it's total Mangy's worship to me. Yeah. And so I started thinking today, I was listening to it today at work, and um, remember, you know, we had Weasel Core. Remember the late 90s, early <laughs> 2000s, where we had all those shitty weasel core bands? <laughs> um, there were some good ones, but man, there was so many bad ones. But they all tried to sound like Ben. And when you try to sound like Ben, and it, it, it comes across as very unnatural, whereas Ben sounds, that voice, that grit, it's very natural sounding for him. Right. But when you try to copy it, it sounds like shit. But there was some good music came out of that. Don't get me wrong. Like there's oh, a yeah. lot of good bands. But um so I started thinking about this band, the Livermores, and I started thinking, Holy shit, we have like Mangie's core here. <laughs> like finally we're getting these these newer Italian bands that are tr- they're not trying to sound like Weasel, they're trying to sound like the Mangies. And they could fucking pull it off because that special Italian accent thing. <laughs> yeah. The secret again. It hit me that these guys, I mean, they sound a little bit like the Mangies, but I don't think it's because they necessarily want to sound like them. I think it's just part of that that thing, you know? Yeah. This fucking band is great, dude. I just thought it was kind of funny that, you know, Weasel Core and all this stuff, but now we have Mangies Core. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd, I'll take it, dude. We don't get enough Mangies. Of course, next week we're getting a Mangies record. But yeah, can we play a song? Yeah, dude, let's do it. We can play a song, right? Sure. Yeah. 
I don't even know like my favorite song on this record. It's really good. Um, but yeah, congratulations to John. His label is uh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. And it just keeps getting better. Yep, another killer release on its way from Mom's Basement Records, dude. Pretty cool. Oh, definitely. But yeah, man, Livermore's, check them out. Speaking of new releases, we haven't been pushing this very much, but Laidbacks. Um, yeah, Laidbacks, Windowsill, Jagger Holly, New Shells, Hey Pizza. Hold up, hold up. Laidbacks, of course, is you, your band. <laughs> um, it's coming out. You can order it now, but... um. Go to the uh, go to the Hey Pizza Bandcamp page right now. There's a there's a new song up if you want to check it out. Yeah, go check it out. Check out the the song on Bandcamp. I I, I love it, and um, if you're listening to the show, you probably like a lot of the other shit that I like. So I think you'll like this. You know, one thing that I do like is uh, Lillington's and Teenage Bottle Rocket. Totally, <laughs> the real so, shit. He's coming up, dude. Um, you know, a lot of people before we get the sack stuff. Um, I like sack. I liked that record. Um, I hear people say that it's the best shit he's done. Hmm. And I just, I don't hear it, man. I mean, I like it, but there's, that's not better than shit out of lock or total or death by television or warning device. You know, well, not to I don't me. Know. Depend- like if he, if those songs are recorded with those kind of productions, it'd be a totally different yep. ball game. You know what I mean? I and, think... and maybe that's yeah, because you know when the songs that they did do, you know, yeah, I that mean, they've, that, that they've redone they've... sound fucking killer, right? Yep. So I mean, yeah, you know, I don't think it's that far. I, I don't look at his songs as being that different in those three camps. You know what I mean? They all kind of just sound like Cody doing his thing. I wouldn't say it's the best shit he's ever done, but it's definitely great shit. I mean, for me, dude, it's like, I like that sack record better than the last few Bottle Rocket records, for sure, you know? Mm-hmm. If that had the great production, I think people would think it was e- just as equal as anything else he's ever, you know, laid down. Yeah, I haven't I haven't listened to the hybrid stuff very much. I do have it, I just, I, I don't really know. I haven't dug into that either. No, but, um... But he's not singing on those, right? Um, just backups? Yeah, yeah. If you have so. Cody in your band, you let the dude sing. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, like no shit. It's like having the cure for cancer and not using it. There's, you know, some kind of analogy to that effect. So, so Cody is the cure for cancer. That's the analogy you just made. <laughs> I guess so, man. Cody, you're the cure for cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. So, should we get into it? Yeah, dude, let's do it. D-U-M-M-Y-R-O-O-M Coming up next, we got a guest, we got a guest Coming up next, coming up next We got a guest, we got a guest Coming up next Alright, we're here with Cody. How's it going, dude? Good. Cool. Yeah, we're really stoked you're here, man. Nate and I both grew up like Lillington's freaks and then, you know, <laughs> follow the rest of your career, obviously, too. So happy to have you here, man. Right on. Yeah, fuck, I'm stoked to, to do it. Hey, man, uh, before we kind of get into everything, I got a, uh, I've told the story on here before, and I, I know you know it, but you don't know the whole story, but um, you lived in my city, La Crosse, Wisconsin, for a while, yeah. years and years ago, back in uh, 2007, I remember, because, okay, so here's the story. My, my daughter was born. And in 2007, and like a week after she was born, my wife and I were, we're going somewhere. And 
uh, we were we were at the at a, at a fucking stoplight on the north side, and I'm sitting there waiting to turn, and this car turns in front of me. And I look at the dude driving, and I tell my wife, holy shit, that looks like Cody from the Lillingtons. And then I, I look in the, the side mirror, and I notice the plates are Wyoming plates. And I'm like, no way. You know, this is weird. Yeah, so, I, was, I was supposed to change those plates at some point, but I was like, uh, I'll just drive <laughs> safe, I guess. Well, I was, I was really weirded out. So uh, the light turned, and I turned, and I, I looked over, and I saw you walking through this parking lot of this store. And I'm like, what the fuck, you know? So I, I drove around the block and I decided to go in because I was just curious and because it looked just like you in the plates. So, and I, I like walked through the store a little bit and I'm like, well, fuck it. He's whatever, you know, it's not him, you know? And I go to grab a soda and I, I'm walking up to the counter and I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. He's working here. And I get up <laughs> yeah. there and the fucking name tag and I asked you, and you looked surprised when I asked you, um, I, you know, I said, you're. Cody from the Lillingtons and you're like yeah and you looked like like I outed you or something like you were in witness <laughs> protection you were so surprised that anybody recognized you the other half of that story is uh like a, I used to work at uh the people's food co-op in lacrosse yep in the meat department and my old boss I went in to visit him and he's like yeah like he always gave me shit about like playing music he's like oh you're a big rock star and I'm like no I'm not like fuck you and uh, so he's like, yeah, my, my nephew saw you in, at Piggly Wiggly is where you came in. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I saw that dude in there. And he, he said that he told him to say, oh, shit, like you're fucking Cody, like you're a rock star and stuff. So when you said that, I thought it was and that was like a couple days before. So I was like, I thought that you were his nephew or whatever the fuck. No, I'm not. <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like I kind of I was fucking kind of condescending to you and i apologize for that but yeah i thought i totally thought like no. you were trying to give me shit or something <laughs> no no i was like because i was a big fan since you know for forever since right out of high school and i was just like because you guys played here in like 99 and yeah. so i mean i guess it wouldn't be unheard of for someone to recognize you but for you to be in my it was just like what are you doing here i i couldn't believe it but your girlfriend or something was going to college i believe yeah my girlfriend at the time for sure yeah. so here's a little interesting story about the people's food co-op quick uh the meat department used to have a guy that worked there um his name was mike makala and he is in bongzilla oh no shit yeah he used he worked there for years and we used to go see him and bug him and he used to recommend whatever Whatever, uh, that's kind of how we got into punk rock, you know? Yeah. Be like, yeah, you guys got to go listen to Husker Du. You got to go listen to Fugazi or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. Damn. So small world. But it was the it was the old co-op. I think they had redone it since. So yeah. Anyways, what was weird? I so we we sort of uh, I knew you were there and you were you told me you were going on tour or whatever with Bottle Rocket and then you were gonna move. And yeah. after that, I saw you like two times and it was oh, really, really weird yeah i saw you at target <laughs> i think it was target but I, I like i think you were like going in and i was going out or something and it was weird and then i saw you either leaving or uh or entering the popcorn and i was oh, just that, like that randomly driving by <laughs> like holy fuck there he is again <laughs> so that's funny i lived there like almost two years and i didn't know anybody in that town that listened to like 
any of the shit like we played or anything that I was into. So like, I wish I would have met you earlier. We could have hung out. That's crazy because yeah, because my wife when well when Lily was before she was born, she was planned. So we kind of just stopped going out. Yeah. But before that, we we probably would have ran in because we used to go out all the time, you know, and we'd go to the popcorn and stuff. But yeah. um, yeah, it was it was really uh, just kind of a small world moment. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. It was cool because it was like you know I'd been listening to you for at that point like like ten years. So damn. Yeah, yeah. You need a hobby. So. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that started with uh, with the Lillington. So I gotta ask you, man, what's with all the uh, last show stuff? You guys actually done or, um, or no? No, not really. Like we're just uh, I think we're taking a break. Like we don't before before we started playing or we started playing again, and I was like, this it seems kind of cheap to just keep milking the old shit. Like if we're gonna play, like we should record some shit and put it out and have something kind of relevant. And so we did like the uh, three one three seven inch and Stella and uh, yeah, like it's just kind of run its course and we're like, I don't know, just gonna kind of take a break I think and maybe regroup maybe not I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> focus we'll on see. TBR or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean TBR is like always going. So right. Hey man, any plans to ever do like a second sack record, dude? Nah, I, I don't know. I mean, I wrote like <laughs> the intro to a song for a new sack thing, and then yeah. uh, I just got lazy. <laughs> well, you're a pretty busy guy, as is, so I get it, but that would be yeah. cool, man. Yeah, people love that record. It's funny. Yeah, it's great. When, uh, like, we, we recorded it, and then uh, I just kind of like gave out CDs to my friends because nobody wanted to put it out, and then... Uh, we saw it on eBay one day, like some, like a burnt copy. And some dude was like, it was bid up to like 400 bucks or some shit like that. <laughs> and I was like, this is, this is crap. Like it's a CDR. And so, uh, I bid on it and I bid like 2000 bucks or something. So I would win it. And after I win it, won it, I was like, you got to take this down man. you don't have any authorization to do this. And then I checked to see who had bid on it. And I sent him all like an email and I was like, Hey, if you want this, I'll burn it for you and send it to you for five bucks. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, did money. you start burning copies and selling those off at 400 a pop on eBay or what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm not that, I'm an asshole, but I'm not that much of an asshole. Right. <laughs> Dude, there's a question I got about the sack record and it's a myth I want to put to rest. So like, What's that? So, like, forever, I've heard, always heard these rumors that supposedly you guys sped up the sack record. Is that true? No. We I didn't recorded think that so. whole record in one day, like, everything live except for, like, some of the leads and the vocals. Okay. Yeah, yeah it doesn't recorded, sound sped up to me. It in a day. But have, have you heard that rumor? Like, I've heard that here and there online and shit. I haven't heard that one, no. Crazy. Okay, cool. So everyone can fuck off with that rumor. It was not sped up. <laughs> What else you got? I don't know. Uh, you know what I want from you, Cody? I want like a, uh, it doesn't matter what band it is. It could be Cody solo for our, for all I care, but I want a all love song Cody album. Is that ever going to happen? <laughs> some power ballads? <laughs> yeah. Man, you know. got some, you got great love songs, man. Oh, man. The last yeah. record didn't have any on there. That's because he's done with love, <laughs> dude. Yep. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm married now and stuff, and I'm in love with my wife. But right. I don't know. A lot of those old like love songs were all bullshit anyway. So yeah, nothing Good, behind. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of uh, like power ballads on like uh, Spotify and stuff. So you never know. Yeah, so we're going to get like a video of you up on some mountain with a piano and all that shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of fucking rad, actually. Yeah, as soon as my hair grows out long enough. Yeah, well, they make wigs for that. Oh, true. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right, Cody, so this is kind of like a standard issue question, but it really has always interested me, you know, with great songwriters, like how do they get their start? So like what made you want to play music in the first place, you know? And when did you realize you had that voice, dude? Yeah, no shit. I don't know. Like, I just started, like, I used to listen to, like, Metallica and shit like that. So I learned how to play guitar and just kind of did that. And, like, the first couple of bands that I was in were, like, with dudes I went to school with. And we would just play, like, Cinderella songs and stuff <laughs> like that. And nobody else wanted to sing, so I had to sing. And then... uh yeah, I don't know. Like, I just never, I never thought my voice was like anything special. And then people were like, "Oh, it's cool. Like, I like it." And it's like, oh, "That's rad, dude. <laughs> best voice in the bubble." Yeah, I used to hate it. Like, I'm, I'm getting to the point now where like I'm comfortable singing and I don't mind hearing my voice back, like when we're recording. But I used to hate that shit. Really? I think everybody kind of does. Like, it's just you definitely no. I don't think anybody sounds like what they think they sound like in their head right yeah i know i sound like shit so <laughs> see what i mean <laughs> yeah um no dude you got a great voice yeah it's, we did we actually definitely... did an episode where we ranked all the best like male singers of all time or whatever in our in our bubble and you were my number one i don't remember what nate had i think you had like sorry i had vapid, vapid. oh come on nate <laughs> i think you were my two though maybe <laughs> Nice. Vapid's good. Vapid's got an awesome voice. Fuck yeah. yeah. But I mean, yours to me is even a cut above, man. It's just, I don't know, you just have this range, dude, that a lot of other dudes do not have, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking killer. I went, when I was in choir in high school, like, the the music teacher was like, you can sing pretty well. Like, you want to do, like, choir lessons, or, like, vocal lessons over the summer? And I was like, no, nah, not really. <laughs> and she had called my mom and my mom was like yeah you're like Mrs. Mrs. Dom called and said that she wants you to take vocal lessons and I'm like fuck I don't really want to and she's like I think you should and I was like alright oh cool fair enough so what did she have you like singing scales and shit yeah stuff like that and like kind of like breathing exercises and stuff right. like yeah well, it f- fucking paid off, dude. Something worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if you had it before that or not, but uh, whatever happened, it worked out. High school, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so when you were doing all these weird bands doing Cinderella, were you singing that shit too? Yeah, but not, not like you. And that screechy, like. They were. <sighs> yeah, no, it was pretty sad, actually. Like I would love to hear you do like <laughs> "Shake Me" or whatever. No, yeah, I, I never had the rasp. I wish I did, but I could never do that stuff yeah i i saw i saw cinderella was my first concert and yeah, uh, really yeah. uh, i saw him with i think it was it was cinderella and great white or tesla oh. oh nice can't remember which one but they did uh they did a video shoot here in town they shot uh it was for um 
It was from the Long Cold Winter album. Um, I can't remember what song, but yeah. Shot the video here. I'm Ooh, probably in it. Are you it, in but it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm in there somewhere. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. So yeah. that was your first concert too? Yeah. The, like I went with my sister and her boyfriend at the time. Like I was in junior high, I think. And it was uh, Cinderella, Winger, and the Bullet Boys. <gasps> you know what? I saw that. <laughs> I saw that tour too, man. Really? Bullet Boys. Yep. <laughs> Bullet yeah. Boys, yeah. They did a they they did a there used to be a record store here called uh Face the Music and they did a like No, no, they did it at the Deaf Ear. Deaf Ear, the the main record store here that's still around. They did an yeah. autograph session there. Oh, cool. I, I didn't go. Unfortunately, I did not meet uh the Bullet Boys, so. Hmm. You didn't need any signatures from the boys? No. I met Danzig at an in-store back in like 89 or maybe Shut 90. Up. Yeah. When whatever, what year was that Lucifuge? What year did that come out? That what, was whatever year that was. Yeah, like late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, right? I think so. Something like that. Somewhere yeah. in there. Goddamn. It was cool. Yeah, if I could meet anybody, it'd probably be Glenn Danzig. Yeah, I tried to ask him about the Misfits. He was like, "Fuck off." <laughs> and so I moved down to John Christ. Because <laughs> they were just like cattle herding us through, you know. <laughs> That's all you got. Yeah, you fucking basically. pissed Glenn off. <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't know. I, that's what I really wanted to know about from him. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty sore about that shit for a long time. I remember watching Headbangers Ball, and he almost threw Ricky Rackman in the fire one episode, like because <laughs> he was asking about misfits and Sam Hain. I mean, I get if you're there to promote your new band, but I mean, why not? I mean, you're still going to get the royalties off those old records, right? I mean, he had yeah. all the publishing and all that shit. Yeah. He was just waiting it out so he could make shit tons of money now doing it. Yeah. Can you believe those fuckers are playing Madison Square Garden and shit? Did you think that yeah. would ever happen? No, that's crazy. It is crazy. I saw a hockey game. I saw the uh, Rangers play there one time, and that's the only time I've ever been to Madison Square Garden. Yeah. When we had Ray on, he was telling us about when you guys played in Denmark to like 16,000 people in a big-ass show. Was that the biggest show you've played? Yeah, probably. That was like, I think at the time, that was the largest indoor show in, was it Denmark? I think that's what he said. I could be wrong. Well, I think the... that's where Volbeat was from, but I don't oh, know if okay. that's yeah, where the yeah. show was. I think you're right. And it, One of those shows like that we played with them was like the largest in that country ever, indoor. That's wow. crazy. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. Give it time, man. You'll be at MSG sooner or later, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Took the Misfits a little while, so. Hey, yeah, you got yeah. time. We just so, need to stop playing and come back in 40 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People will be like, who? Um, no, yeah. the key is the slide across the stage. That's what you got to learn. Oh, man. I'm not built for that shit. <laughs> Have you, you seen Jerry up. only doing that shit? He slides on his knees for like 30 feet across that huge fucking <laughs> stage. <laughs> Who does? Jerry fucking only. Really? Like you know, like that Pete Townsend move from the sixties, yeah. whatever. Jerry only does it and goes like thirty fucking feet, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's and crazy. he runs into a big ass pumpkin at the end of the stage too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. It's just so, wild to think of a band like that in that kind of a huge environment, you know? Yeah, him sliding across the stage on his knees isn't really like what I envision when I think of the Misfits. <laughs> no. But it's on YouTube, man. Dig it up. Yeah. 
I'll do that. Yeah. So, Cody, your first show was first concert with Cinderella. What was like? What was your first album you kind of remember getting as a kid? Oh man, I don't know. That's a hard one. Like I've thought about it, and I don't know. I know that you were into CD- metal, right? Yeah, when yeah, were, totally. Yeah. I think the first CD I ever bought, like when that shit became popular, was uh, or I got it for Christmas. It was ACDC's Razor's Edge. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was awesome. <laughs> All right. So when did you like discover what like what turned you on to punk rock? It was a little bit later. Like one of my friends that I played in a band with, it, uh, the Hybrids. Like the guy, this guy's name is TJ. He lived in Rapid City, South Dakota, which was like the biggest like city, I guess, close to us. Yeah. And uh, they did like uh, a radio show at the school of mines like the radio station and they played like weasel and mr t experience and like offspring and bad religion all that shit yeah but and then i guess before that like i got into the misfits my buddy zach who was in was in the lillingtons for a while he started with us and then he left and then he came back and wrote all of two a show he uh yeah, he got me into like Misfits and Sam Hain and the Cramps and some of that stuff. Circle Jerks. Right on. Yeah. And then just kind of grew from there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, people would have like cassettes of stuff because, I mean, that's the only way you could find out anything here. There was there were no record stores in this town, so. Hey, um, me and Jody were talking before you came on. I we were we were both listening to uh, Shit Out of Luck today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have that, um, I have it on LP, but the, uh, the unsound thing, I have like the, the triple CD thing. Yeah. That's what I was listening to driving around today. And, um, I was listening to the disc too, and you got like the live show from the jam room and shit, yeah. which is fucking awesome. But how cool was that? Because I assume that you were a fan of the queers at that time and you were, you, you know, suck. This was a great live record. Yeah. I think it still is. It's that. Oh yeah. It's great. Oh yeah. But how, I mean, is that, is that really how that is? You just kind of go in and set up, record, and that's it? Yeah, pretty much. Like, they edit in, like, the crowd noises later. <clears throat> and when we did that, we were, we were talking about how funny it'd be to put, like, crickets and shit in between the <laughs> songs. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, it was cool. It was definitely cool. And the guy that runs that place, like, is a wild man. So it was, it was fun. So is it is it like because you guys did like the live thing there, but then you did some demos and shit. Um, so yeah. you, you can actually record, kind of play live and record it, and actually record shit there too. Yeah, the demos that we yeah the demos were basically part of the live stuff that we did. We just um, they just don't have any crowd noises on them. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're not supposed to be live though. I guess probably. Yeah, I mean, we recorded the demos pretty much live. I think we overdubbed, like, guitars and vocals, maybe. Right. Actually, I don't even think we did. I think we did all that stuff live. We just plowed through it. Yeah. I hadn't listened to it for a while, but, man, it sounds really fucking good. Like, that. that's, I mean, it sounds maybe better than Suck This. I don't know. I hate to say that, but shit, it sounds fucking great.
you. So what do you guys want to hear next? We were stoked when we went out of there with, like, the cassette or CD or whatever we got. Like, we're like, holy shit, this turned out really good. I think we were going to use those songs on a 7-inch at one point, and then they just kind of got <clears throat> forgotten about. Why'd you guys end up recording in Green Bay? You recorded that simple, like, a few songs at least. I think there's four on there, actually. Yeah, we did four songs there. Just How do you start, end up like, doing that? I knew, like, Rev Norb, and I thought, like, those early, those Boris records sounded cool. Yeah. And we were going to be up there, and it was kind of close to, closer to, like, Wyoming than any other place that we knew. Wow. And so, yeah. <laughs> so, like, Norb, I'm pretty sure Norb kind of hooked that up. He gave me Eric's phone number, and we went up there and did that. It was really fun. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> first Lillington's tour was, was, was uh, Teen Idols, right? Um, no, we did one before that when uh, Shit Out of Luck came out. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe I don't know what I'm thinking, but Phil, when Phil was here, he mentioned that the first night of the tour that you guys did together was here in the cross. Yeah. That was the teen idols tour that we did. That yeah. Was, yeah. That was the first show. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking it was your, yeah, I knew it wasn't your first tour, but yeah, first show. That's kind of cool, man. That tour yeah. must've been pretty crazy with uh, Phil. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Like, Phil, I don't know. I think Phil might have gotten in trouble recently before that tour. So he wasn't, he didn't get too wild on that one. But uh, yeah, it was cool. Like, we, that was like a three month tour and we'd never done anything like that before. So we were just, I don't know. It was definitely an eye opener for sure. But it was, it was great. All those guys were awesome. Like, Matt and Heather and Keith. And it was cool. It was like, like a family rolling around together. That's awesome. awesome. I think Phil told us that he taught you how to do laundry or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> my mom taught my laundry for like the longest time. And then, <laughs> yeah, I was like, shit. I told Corey, I was like, I don't know how to do this shit. He's like, it's fucking easy, dude. Like, just throw your shit in there, throw in some detergent, and put your quarters in. All right. Hey, speaking of Corey, <laughs> where's he been lately? You've been using the um, bass player, right? For the last few times yeah. I've seen you. Yeah, he's in Canada right now. No shit. What's he doing up there? He's married and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he moved to Canada, huh? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Not a lot of people do. Is he happy up there or what? Yeah, I think he's pretty stoked. That's cool. Yeah. Right on. So uh, you guys just got back from Japan. How was that, man? It was cool. How many times have you guys been over there now? That's our third time. That's awesome. That's <laughs> it's rad. I'm a like kind of a game nerd, so like every time we go over there, we always I always find somebody to take me to like the Squaresoft Cafe and shit and buy a bunch of toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was cool. Like that's that's a country that like we we'll go to and it's like God, I kind of don't want to go home. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Dude, the fucking bands over there are so good. Yeah. And there's like they, a small crop every, you know, every once in a while, like this new crop pops up and they're all good. Yeah. I th pretty much every band we've ever played with over there is awesome. Like, they take that shit serious. We played with this band called the Kingons this last time. And yeah. They were <laughs> fucking wild.
I saw a post from you guys. It was you or Ray said, if you ever want to get blown off the stage, play with them. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, after the first night, we were kind of like, uh, shit, we better step it up. Or try to. <laughs> we should have practiced. Yeah. No <laughs> you guys don't practice. You guys live all the different spots, of course. So, yeah. I mean, how, do you, how often do you guys get together? Do you just get together right before? Do you meet at, like, the first show kind of thing, or...? Yeah, I think everybody kind of like brushes up on stuff, and then the first show we usually try to get a sound check and we'll run a couple songs. But some of them, yeah, we just kind of do that. Yeah. Or if if we're really lacking, then we'll like 
get our guitars out like somewhere and run through the set and stuff. But yeah, we kind of just wing it. (laughs) Keep it fresh. Yeah. First couple (laughs) of shows aren't that great usually, but it gets there. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Hey, so you've done a lot of talk on like Jetheads podcast and everybody, including Nate and I, I mean, death by television is like one of the greatest albums ever. Right. Yeah. But, but we but. wanted to see if maybe uh, <laughs> we could do like a track by track on Shit Out of Luck because I mean I haven't heard that much about it and it's every bit as classic to me as Death by Television. I just don't know as much about it, you know? Okay, dude, I bought I bought um Shit Out of Luck because I used to get the old uh, um, Clearview Records or Selfless. It was Selfless Records uh, mailer, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you guys got that. It was folded up. And there was always, you know, whatever. I just bought everything they had, you know. Yeah, totally. And and that was, I I I think it was Joe Queer had something to do with that record, or I don't know, a different record of yours. So you guys were on the on the radar. And I remember getting shit out of luck and just being blown away by that record. Nice. <laughs> and you know, at the time, I mean, it it was just good. I mean, I just thought it was really good, but. Um, I didn't had no idea that it would like really stand the test of time. I didn't think twenty what four three twenty three years later I'd still be like <laughs> loving that record. <laughs> but man, today I listen to that thing still. I listen to that. I I listen. I'll be honest. I listen to shit out of luck more than anything else you got. Wow. Any TBR record I listen to it more than total Despite Television. It doesn't fucking matter. It's that good <laughs> to me. So. And I, I cranked this shit today, and even the dumb songs, no offense, but like, you know, My Genitals Itch is kind of a dumb song. It's still fucking good. It's still catchy. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. We've, we've been, like, the last few times we've played, like, we'll, uh, we'll start the set with that. <laughs> Surprise people? <laughs> yeah, just, just to kind of get it all out in the open. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gotta be honest, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah there's, so if- there's some really dumb songs on that record for sure um there's some great ones too man it's a classic i mean it has to the test of time that came out in what 96 yeah i mean it still sounds fresh too you know what i mean like let me ask you this i think i think it could use like maybe a re-record no offense but the drums kind of sound a little silly sometimes yeah the drums like when we recorded that thing like tim had the same snare drum head that he'd had on there since like high school or something like that (laughs) So, yeah, there was all our stuff was kind of beat up and we didn't have like great equipment and everything like that. So, that's, there's a reason like some of that stuff doesn't sound that good. Right. We remastered it at, or yeah, remastered, remixed and mastered it at Sonic Iguana and added like a different guitar track to it. Yeah, get some of that, that Soldano in there. Yeah, was it a Soldano? I think it was a Soldano, maybe. But yeah, and it's, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be kind of fun to re-record it, actually, now that we've been playing those songs again. Those songs are... There you go. Gold, man. <laughs> okay, so the first song is Lillington High, right?
Did you know when you guys wrote that that you know almost thirty years later you'd have a bunch of fucking geeks like us like totally geeking out <laughs> if you play it live? You know, not at all. I mean, that one yeah. in, in particular is like an all-time anthem. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's just I don't know, man. It's it's pretty amazing to think about a song that you know probably. I don't know. When I first heard it, I didn't think it was like the best song on the record by any by a stretch. You know what I mean? But when I look at it today, it's like one of the ultimate anthems of my youth. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's the shit. Nice. Yeah. No. I. We were just trying to sound like Screeching Weasel and the Queers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, we're like, this is fun. We can do this. Like, <clears throat> Right, yeah, you've talked about in the past how a lot of these lyrics are just kind of nonsensical, just like fictional, right? So this one, yeah. you didn't see anyone at the football game or anything like that? Yeah. Gotcha. No, you're like, I ripped that office of somebody else, sort of, but I, I don't want to say who it is. All right, hey, let me let me interject here. So Jody, yeah, Cody, you, you've heard our theme song, right? Jody wrote that. Okay. Um, that's got to be a direct ripoff of this song, right, Jody? <laughs> I mean, that's well, where the idea came from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's that. It's also, you know, D-U-M-B, everyone's accusing me. You know what I mean? There's a lot of songs with spelling. I've always thought that was kind of rad. But yeah, Lillington High is definitely a big part of that. Yeah. <laughs> right you know, Lillington High is cooler because it had way more fucking letters than any yeah, of those other cool songs. Yeah, it's cool how you were know? able to fit all those damn letters in there. <laughs> yeah. We were like, we should have chose a shorter name for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard this, Cody, but where did that name come from? Um, our old guitar player, Zach came up with it. He's like, we need to think of a name that like nobody will rip off. And he, he came <laughs> up with it and I was like, that's kind of weird, but we did it. And then, yeah. And 25 years later, there, how many? Yeah. There's like the somethingtons, the nothingtons. The, there's like so many after that, it seemed like. Oh yeah. Yeah. After we came out with that, like, or I don't know. I mean, I think some of the other bands were around just as long or before us too but like we didn't know any of the other bands and when we started seeing bands pop up with the ingtons on it it was like yeah wow yeah i thought the same thing was like wow because when i first heard the name i thought man that's a super original name and then the next thing you know there's all these (laughs) ingtons bands (laughs) yeah strange that's cool man another thing you can you know put on your list of accomplishments (laughs) (laughs) shit all right so next song i don't think she cares she might have i don't know total bullshit again like i didn't even have a girlfriend till way late in the game i was late to the game on that shit so (laughs) like i like i said we were just trying to like we're like oh we're playing pop punk and it seems to be about girls and stuff so let's write about girls yeah Right. So, I mean, when you're writing these songs, you wrote pretty much the majority of all this stuff, right? Yeah. Lyrically and musically? Yeah, lyrically. Like, later on, like, uh, Corey would help out with some of the music and stuff. But for the most part, yeah. And lyrics, too. Okay. Cool. All right. How about Pom Pom Girl? She smiled at me, I swore she called my name Well I'm gonna 
This has to be about somebody special. No. No? <laughs> no, dude. Nope. I think pretty much all of that shit on there was, like, all a farce. It's it's kind of incredible, because you could, even if it's just a farce, the way you worded this stuff, it seems so genuine, you know what I mean? Like, you really meant it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm Holy a good shit. liar, I guess. <laughs> okay, so... Somebody told me what this song was about, but well, I'm skipping records here just for a second, but uh, You're the Only One. Somebody told me that that was about Jenny McCarthy. No. Is that... No? No, it was uh, Tiffany Anderson. Nice. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anderson, Thiessen, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, Kelly Kapowski. She was fine, but I like that Lisa Turtle, man. <laughs> I saw a Lifetime movie with her in it, and I was like, man, she's cute. Right. So yeah. All right. So who's Kevin? Kevin is a lunatic. Who is this guy? Kevin was it when we did uh, Lost My Marbles. We flew to New Hampshire and recorded that with Joe at a studio there. Mm-hmm. And uh, like there were there weren't any places to eat really around there, but there was a convenience store across the street, like Richardson's Market. And the guy that worked in there was a fucking maniac. Like he would he would cuss you out like. Joe's like, yeah, watch out for Kevin. Like, he's my buddy. He's like, he's crazier than a shithouse rat. (laughs) We went in there and like, Zach was like buying like a candy bar or something. And he was just started like cussing. And I don't know if he had Tourette's or what, but yeah, we were like, (laughs) wow. You don't see that every day. Wow. (laughs) That's cool. So when you write your songs, Cody, are you coming up with the lyrics first and then you just fit them to whatever music you might have? Or do you have the music and then just write the lyrics and come up with the melody you come up with the melody i mean what's what's your deal how do you do it i don't i've done it like different ways like all that early stuff i think i came up with i definitely came up with like the the melody first and then like like fit lyrics to it and stuff and then uh for a long time like we would think of a like a song title we'd be like oh that'd be an awesome song and then i would just i still do it like i'll have like lists of like song titles that i think would be funny or cool and yeah and then it just kind of comes out of that i guess like 
to start writing something musically or usually music after the title's done and then throw lyrics in there right on man that's awesome all right man i got screwed again that's Um, bullshit bullshit (laughs) (laughs) people are gonna be like this record's fucked none of this is true so i mean how are you coming up with these ideas then if you never had a girlfriend at the time and i mean you just i don't know I don't know. I, I wanted to, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Had a lot of time to myself. Right about what you want your life to be like, kind of thing. Yeah. So you were definitely you definitely wanted a pom pom girl back in those days, then, huh? Oh yeah, I wouldn't have minded it for sure. Right. <laughs> I feel you. So, oh boy, <laughs> what made you decide to cover that song? I don't know. Like, we all kind of like. I think we were watching. We used to like Tim lived like an hour away from us. So he would drive up and we would practice like on the weekends. And I think we watched like the Buddy Holly story or something (laughs) on TV when we were taking a break and we're like, ah, we should cover one of those songs. And we all liked Buddy Holly and stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. And it, and it fit like we could do it and it sounded cool. So yeah, it's a a great version. A lot of energy. That one. Yeah. That one's fun. When we played that at uh, Epic Deli, that was pretty fun. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you do that live in person at all. Yeah, a lot. Of, we didn't play a lot of the stuff off of Shit Out of Luck for a long time. Oh, I know. <laughs> but dude, every time I've seen you, man, it always fucking rules. And you know, I've, I pretty much see you every time you come to town if I can. But dude, the the, the best show I've ever seen that you played here in St. Louis was uh, Jughead's fiftieth birthday thing, like. The one here in St. Louis, and then the Chicago one was a few days later. Yeah. At the fucking, I guess it was at Fubar. That set was ridiculous, man. You guys fucking slayed. It was so great. All that stuff was really fun. Like, anytime he would have a birthday bash or whatever and ask us to play, we were always down. Like, we kind of just, I don't know, didn't take it too serious and had fun with it. Yeah. And that was a great stacked bill, man. So many of my favorites, but I thought you guys <laughs> basically stole the show that night for sure. Oh shit! That was uh, was it like Mopes? Did Mopes, Mopes play? Mangies, uh, Cheats oh, played. Yeah. Even in Blackouts yeah. played. Um, oh yeah. You guys destroyed the place. What about did Horror Section play? I think that Horror show Section too? might have been the very first band. Yeah. I think I. I, was, I don't think I was there. I was yet. pretty stoked to see those guys actually at that show. I think that was the first time I ever saw them play. They kind of definitely wear their Lillington's influence, right? Right on their sleeve. Yeah. What do you think about when you hear bands like that? Oh, yeah, I love those dudes. I used to be in a band with Dave way back when called the Teflon Dons. Oh, shit. Long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, what do you think about when you hear these bands that are, like, obviously in Lillington warship mode? Do you think it's cool or do you think, hey, man, quit biting my style? No, I don't... (laughs) I, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I mean, if if they're having fun doing it, then who am I to right. fucking? I think it's cool. Be a party pooper, but yeah, it's I don't know. It's kind of cool to like see bands like kind of trying to do some of that stuff. And yeah, I, mean, I don't know. You've left your mark already. You know what I mean? And you're still going strong. I think it's fucking yeah. rad. Speaking of Jughead, he played with you guys in Japan. Yeah. How that's fucking awesome. I mean, that's you guys are obviously Weasel fans. That's got to be something special. Yeah, it was cool. He was over there doing uh, his like Harry Potter thing. I think he he lives in Osaka. <laughs> yeah, and 
yeah, he was like, I can't make it to the Osaka show because I have to work that night. But then, like, the last two shows we played were, like, Hiroshima and uh, <clears throat> some other place. I can't remember the name right now. But, yeah, he's like, can I do some songs with you? And we're like, shit, yeah. <laughs> That'll be fun. Can't really say no to that guy, I suppose. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. So going back in the past, like, when you guys first hooked up with Jughead and Panic Button, had you already been, like, friends with those guys before that? Or they, had they just heard you and wanted to work with you, or what? No, yeah, like, we fucking worshipped Weasel. Right. And, uh, yeah, we recorded that, like, Death by Television with Mass, and he's like, I'm gonna send it to Ben and see what he thinks. Ben and Jughead. And yeah. Yeah, we were practicing one night, and we came home, and my sister's like, yeah, some dude called for you, Ben weasel or something like that <laughs> <laughs> we were like oh fuck cool <laughs> <laughs> right yeah did you know about yeah. panic button yet yeah we sent them oh, when okay. we did death by television we uh we used to record on a boom box because there was no place to like record around here really yeah and so we sent out demos for that record to like a bunch of different labels and they all passed on it i think because it sounded like total dog shit <laughs> But yeah, we we had sent them a a demo and didn't hear anything back. And then uh, yeah, like after Ben heard it, he called and wanted to put it out, and we were pretty pumped. famous story too of like after you agreed to fuck with ben didn't like fat mike decide he wanted to do it on fat or whatever yeah we we uh mass sent it to mark who was running honest dons which was like the subsidiary i don't know if that's why you say it, of fat and uh mark like we talked to mark i think the night before we talked to ben and He's like, yeah, he said, Mike listened to it. He said he, he likes a couple of the songs. He wants to do a seven inch. And we we're like, nah, we want to do it as an album. 
And so we told him no. And, and then the next day, like Ben called and we were like, shit, yeah, let's do this. And then, uh, Mark called back like the following, that was like a Friday. Mark called back on the Monday and he's like, yeah, Mike, listen to the record some more over the weekend. And he really wants to do it. And it's like, sorry, dude. Like we already, (laughs) (laughs) we already promised it to Ben and we didn't want to go back on it. So, yeah. Do you think if it would have came out on a different label, it would have had a different like path in history or what? It might have. I don't know. Because I think that they might have had more distro than Panic Button. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because Panic Button had Panic Button had like the lookout distro right. at that time. But yeah, I think Fat was definitely like a bigger label yeah. than that. Yeah. You know? It might have gotten buried a little bit more, though, too, you know? Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Yeah. So, because Panic Button, I didn't, you know, I, I have stuff on Fat, of course, but I didn't seek out Fat Records stuff, you know? Yeah, I was um, never a big Fat Records fan back in the day either. No. But Panic Button, look out, that was fucking awesome. Of course, it was, I, I bought it just because it was Lillington's, you know, but there was other shit on Panic Button that I bought that I'd never heard, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that first Enemy U record's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Killer. Enemy U and what, the Wannabes? Yeah. Yeah, Wannabes. Yeah. Panic Button, too. Moral, oh, Panic Button was a great label. Moral Crooks. Yeah. Crooks was good. We we toured with them one time. Pretty Yeah. Dude. dude, I was supposed to see them like two different times in Green Bay, and they canceled both times. Really? Yeah, so... Sucks. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> totally. Yeah, they were, cool. they were good live. Great band. That album fucking rips too. Yep. Where were we on the shadow luck? Danny's Danny's pro Danny's got all kinds of fucking problems. That that was actually about this like <clears throat> cowboy kid that we went to school with. There was just a total douchebag, like Yeah, but man, he was having troubles at home and everything, dude. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I was just kind of <laughs> trying to think why he was being such an asshole, and, and like I, like my mom kind of knew his mom, and yeah, like I don't know. He, he yeah, he he pretty much like picked on me, and I think Corey was like older than him, and he just kind of thought he was a chode. So, <laughs> so yeah, so that one's got some truth behind it, I guess. Right. So so where's Danny at these days? Yeah, fuck that guy. I don't. I don't know. Like, I was going to look him up on Facebook the other day, but I I don't know. Be like, hey, Danny, I'm playing, you know, in Japan. What are you doing right now? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking bully. He's probably the gym teacher there. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't think he wasn't really the gym teacher build. Might be a cop or something. Oh, man. A lot of those people that got... You know, worse yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i'm guessing i got you didn't get abducted by a ufo then huh cody no that's actually a true story okay <laughs> that's yeah. the true one <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love this song man why well, got abducted by a ufo the way we're going i don't know but all i know is i've gotta get home
that's funny. Like uh, when Ray and Brandon were in a band called the Homeless Wonders, and right. uh, they were like, "Yeah, like we like your record." We're like, "I got abducted by UFOs." So fucking stupid, though. <laughs> <laughs> and like Corey and I just kind of got a kick out of it. We're like, "Oh man, we know, we need to write more stupid ones." I think I think that's my favorite one on the record. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, but like the lyrics are so stupid, though. Uh, but so catchy though, man. Super catchy. That was one of the ones you did play live more than the other ones, you know. Yeah, I've seen that you one do that a few times. Seemed to play pretty good live, so we. It's a good one. Yeah, people would want old songs, and they're like, "Oh fuck, okay." And <laughs> yeah, like Lillington High and that were like the two. Yeah, we kind of stuck around like all the time. Right. I was always surprised that Ramble On wasn't like a staple for you guys. To me, that's just like that's the shit. I know I yeah, bug you about it every time I see you, but still. Back in the day, when we were on like tour for Death by Television, we kind of swore off to not play the old songs. We're like, ah, that stuff's like immature. And that one hard to sing because you got some range on that one. No, that one's pretty easy. Hmm, it's cool. cool. All right, I think the next one's probably spot on, smartass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know what that's about. We, we were just kind of assholes when we were kids. So. Here you there. Right. Yeah. All right. Where are we all? So. So Nate's favorite would be next then, right? <laughs> Your genitals still itch? Oh, yeah. I got my cream. <laughs> Antifungal cream. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that might have that might have been a direct, like, I don't know. Yeah. I've never had a uh, jock itch for the record. So, what's your mom think when you when you, she hears this song? Ah, uh, she thinks it's just silly. I think like, just rolls yeah. the eyes and yeah, she's like, "You, <laughs> you kids." <laughs> so tonight, I mean, is there any uh, any any connect to that one? I could tell you right now, though, that my uh, my son, who's like six, he's way into this song at this moment. <laughs> caught him like singing it in the back seat like last week and he's still on it so i've been playing it a lot more in the car you know yeah it's pretty cool dude he likes the slow jams yeah yeah (laughs) now that was about a girl i had a crush on in high school and like i tried to be like kind of serious with it but it just i don't know i hate that song do you yeah it's i just think it's kind of a turd all around wow to me, it's like an ultra like it. classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, it's just got, it's like a, a true slow jam, and then at the end, it just starts rocking out. I mean, it's like uh, there's some kind of resolve there. I love it. Yeah, I think we were like, man, we can't just leave it slow and sappy. Like we gotta do something to it. <laughs> it's beautiful, so. man. It really is. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I love that one. Always have. So at least that one has a little bit of depth behind it not that the other ones don't but you know what i'm saying there's a little truth yeah in that one. yeah i mean i had somebody in mind definitely when i wrote that song right it's pretty cool so the next song um is probably true day off yeah totally dude i was the same way i always used to like just get pissed at myself yeah it's like saturday night it's like jesus christ i just wasted the whole fucking day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, i still do that shit. what are you talking about? i still do that yeah 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 i would get so stoked to like have especially if i had a weekend off because i used to work in a grocery store and 
I'd have to work weekends a lot. Like if I had a couple days off in a row, I'd get so pumped. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this and do that. And then I would just <laughs> procrastinate and fucking end up not doing shit and be pretty Sit ashamed around. of myself. Sit around and watch, uh, what, Let's Make a Deal? Yeah, I'd never even seen Let's Make a Deal. That was Corey's idea. <laughs> I used to watch that show, man. It was awesome. Yeah, I used to watch Prices, Right? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ramble on. Why feel I'm about to hurl my head? It's like a tilt to warm my heart. It's gonna beat out of my chest. My legs feel like a ton of bricks. My eyes, I leave it playing tricks and I get feeling all fucked up again. with this song lyrically okay so to me if you read between the lines it's like you're totally geeked right you're fucking <laughs> geeked out you can't quit talking you know what i mean is that what it's about you've been losing weight staying up all too late you know what i mean rambling yeah. on feeling all fucked up it's like a tweaker song <laughs> no no i mean there was a lot of there's a lot of crystal meth in our town but i never got into <laughs> you still got all your teeth that. huh <laughs> yeah i still do i mean they're still there good <laughs> but when I was a kid, yeah. like, you know, back in these days when this song was new and fresh to me, I did a lot of fucking partying. And I, it wasn't meth, but you know what I mean? Like some stimulants for sure. <laughs> and uh, I just always kind of felt that that was a, kind of what this one was about. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I never, shit, I didn't even drink till. I think the first time I really got drunk was on that Teen Idols tour that we did. Like, I was, I was pretty well behaved when I was a kid. I was just a fucking nerd. <clears throat> right on. Let's, I've told you about a million times. This is my favorite on this album. This song to me is fucking gold. I mean, I never get tired of it. It's just so fucking good, man. <laughs> 
So what's it really about? You're just kind of feeling what? I don't know. Just we, fucked up we and like, lonely kind of thing? Yeah, just kind of bored and going crazy. Gotcha. I like my interpretation better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can edit this shit out and like yeah. just say I decline to uh, comment on that. <laughs> gotcha. Or for reasons unknown. There you go. We'll add it. We'll add in shit. We'll yeah. make shit up. <laughs> Just cut and piece like the rest of the interview together. Yeah. The audio. The audio cut out. But here's what Cody said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when I used to get. Yeah. Fucked up. Did a lot of drugs. Did a lot of blow, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was up to eight all night. <laughs> did a lot of crystal meth. Yeah. I did a lot of crystal meth when I was in high school, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much just about doing crystal meth and yeah. losing weight and mm-hmm. your teeth. Losing weight and teeth. <laughs> yeah, dude, that meth diet, the first couple pounds is straight enamel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so where are we at on this list, Nate? We're going to reform school. Reform school, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this kind of run-of-the-mill nonsense, too. <laughs> well, at least Hooked on You has a little bit of truth, right? Because Timmy did like to smoke his cigarettes, right? Yeah, and Corey uh, still chews. <laughs> still chews. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have all of his teeth still then? He does. He's got fucking gums of steel, I guess. Yeah, what's up? Right. Good for You're him. You're not sniffing glue yet, though, right? No, well, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's Carbona, dude, not glue. <laughs>
I Great fucking song, love man. Hooked on You, man. That's another one that's just... <laughs> I mean, this album to me starts off at a high note, goes off just as high. You know what I mean? Hooked on You's the shit. <laughs> nice. It's one of those songs to me that I kind of... I always thought it was a cover because it was just really, really good. And it just stood out as like a little bit like next level shit. And I remember I, when we wrote it, we, I was kind of like, wow, like this one seems a little more together than the rest of them like i was pretty stoked on that song for sure oh yeah man i always thought it would have been a big ass hit and i that you would be playing it live every time and shit you know what i mean it's just yeah it's just one of those songs that one sucked to play live because it just was kind of draggy yeah i mean it's kind of slower than the rest i get you yeah so with with uh bottle rocket now is there ever you know do they ever want to do lillington songs ever in the whole history of the band no, um, there was like a stretch where we would like throw one in every now and then. Yeah, I've, I've seen you guys then, as Bottle Rocket do Wellington High a couple times. Yeah, yeah, we've we've done a few like, but and then after we kind of got back together and started doing songs, like Ray was like, "Yeah, you guys just keep that and we'll do our thing." And so, right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, what, do you put on shit out of luck ever and just listen back and smile at this shit or what? It's been a while. Like I've I've listened to it. I don't know. This like this year was probably the first time in a long time I put it on, and that was just to learn the songs for uh, right. that that show in Chicago or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know. It was a lot of fun playing those songs. I'm like, they're still pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain like youthful exuberance in that record that's not found on the other ones. Right. Well. I mean, it is sort of, but this record to me is just, I don't know, it just <laughs> made a big impact on me as a kid, so it's its just deep in my heart, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. I do, too. It's good shit. Do you, Didn't, do you, who made the cover? Did B-Face make that cover for you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. That's yeah. awesome. How'd that come about? Uh, well, we met B-Face when we went out to record with Joe. Right. We always... We always liked like the old like queer seven inches. We thought they looked funny, like, mm-hmm. and yeah, he did. He did lost my marbles, and then when we did that record, we we're like, "Can you do us another one?" And he's like, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> That's awesome. So if you had to pick, what's the best song on Shit Out of Luck, Cody? Fuck, I don't know. I like UFO, and I like uh, Hooked on You. Probably are my two. Yeah, but I like great. So when you guys play now, is it weird to like play those songs, like a couple of them, next to like the newer stuff, like you know Zodiac or <laughs> Night Visions or something? Because they're completely different. Yeah, totally. Like I don't know. Yeah, we kind of like tried not to put a lot of that stuff in there when we did uh, when we were touring for Stella and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, and then. I think it was, we were in Europe and we had a show and it looked like nobody was going to show up. So we're like, well, we're going to scrap all the candles and shit. And, and, uh, <laughs> and we did like a request, like we wrote down all the songs that we could play and we just had people shout them out. And we've been doing that lately and it's pretty fun. Like, that's people, cool. People yeah. seem to be stoked on it. That's the way to do it. When you, when you first came here and did the Stella show, I thought it was kind of weird when you'd have those little moments where it's like 30 seconds of darkness and shit. Who came up with that idea? Yeah, yeah. That was like me and Corey. We were like, let's, I don't know. Let's I mean, scare some people. Yeah, well, we're, I mean, we're, we're metalheads and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's cool, like, going to see, like, a metal show because there's kind of, 
is kind of a show aspect to it, I guess. Right. And yeah. we we're like, let's try to do something cool for this record. And then like, and then we did it. And I think like a handful of people kind of got it. And the rest of them were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was looking around and people were like, what is going on? Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> but they'll be back in a second. Yeah. Where did you find those weird sounds that were coming through the PA for that? It's just like, did you make those or was something you just found somewhere or what? Um, I found some of them and then some of them we made. That's crazy. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of that Motley Crue shout out the devil thing at the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had that kind of vibe. Kind of scary. <laughs> In the beginning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember being a kid and being scared by that, which is yeah, kind of totally. fucked up. It was frightening. <laughs> yeah. They're so get, like, when you look at it now, it's so fucking tame, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, major label fucking middle of the road shit. Yeah. It just depends where you're at in the timeline, I guess. Yeah. Do you guys see they're coming back? They're doing, like, they're asking for, like, three and a half million bucks a show. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I heard, Unreal. I, I think I read somewhere, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read, like, where. Uh, what is it? Live Nation was offering them like a hundred million or some shit like that. One hundred and fifty. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they have to go to rehab, and Vince has to lose fifty pounds. Yeah. He <laughs> still. He sounds like shit, man. You watch those videos of him singing? I've seen those. Ray and oh. I saw him at. Uh, they played Cheyenne Frontier Days, which is like a big rodeo. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ray and I went and saw him, and he was pretty fucking on when hmm. we saw that. And that was like uh, probably like four years ago now. Hmm. We're kind of surprised. We're like, holy shit, he's still got it. But some of that stuff I've seen posted, he's... <laughs> yeah, there's, you can't even make out what he's saying. Yeah, he's, yeah, there's like these ones that have the like the subtitles below, and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Like, kickstart my heart and shit. It's some funny shit. <laughs> so, I mean, so, so the Lungtons are going to be taking a break, huh? See, I thought you guys were on the rise again because you got that 313 came out, and then it seemed like not too long after Stella came out. I was thinking, man, the Lungtons are on a roll. I figured you'd have a yeah. new record coming. No, I mean, we kind of quit, like, writing after we did <laughs> Stella. Yeah. We usually, like, I don't know. Like, it's the same with Bottle Rocket me. Like, if once we write a record, I just stop writing shit for a while. Right. Like, I'm like, okay, it's vacation time gotcha but yeah we just haven't wrote anything and it's like i don't know kind of right. don't want to just keep milking the old songs i hear you i think so, it was kind of brave of you guys to do something like stella which is completely different than anything else you've ever fucking done that i've heard and, yeah uh, were you like prepared for some backlash and all this kind of shit or what oh totally yeah we're like people are gonna hate it but we thought that about uh death by television because it was such a departure from right. shit out of luck. Like, Corey and I are like, people are going to hate this fucking thing. And then people loved it. And then we did Stella. And it was kind of a mixed bag. But I, for the most part, like, people say they like it <clears throat> to my face. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely has some good songs. It isn't my favorite, dude. I'll be honest with you. But it's just because it's so different. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And I kind of wanted, like, another batch of Rubber Room kind of songs. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I'm sure I, think, I get it wanting to stretch out, you know, so good yeah. on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. We had those three songs uh, for the three, one, three, seven inch kind of like already written. And then like Corey and I were like, let's just do some shit. Like we kind of been talking about doing. 
and we'll just release those on a seven inch. And I think that probably sent the wrong message. People were probably like, oh, yeah. They're like poppy again. Yeah, the little kids are back to that old school sound. There's nothing about spies or anything. Yeah. <laughs> does, that, uh, does that have anything to do with like Bottle Rocket, like those kind of songs? So, you're, so it's not basically the same sounding fucking band? Well, like you I can mean, kind of explore a little bit, whereas maybe Bottle Rocket you won't. Yeah, kind of. I mean, when we did Stella, it was definitely like a different vibe and stuff. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty easy to like differentiate those two like sounds but yeah i mean i write pretty much anything i'd probably write for lillington's is i write for bottle rocket so so like if there is another lillington's record is it going to be along the lines of stella or are you going to make another change like it seems like every record has a theme or it's just a little bit different yeah you guys never do the same thing on the album so yeah i don't know i mean Honestly, like, I've thought about going both ways, like, doing, like, another one, like, Stella, that's, like, a little weirder yet, and I've thought about doing something, like, more like Death by Television, where it's just kind of poppy and silly, and... <clears throat> That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Death by Television, part two. <laughs> Let's have it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Elect- electric Boogaloo. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Death by Television 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> that would be the so- Cody, you got you write weasel leads like crazy. You have like a like a little vault of weasel leads that you just save for these songs, or what? No, I just kind of try to write them as as they come. <sighs> That's the nuts. Most part. Yeah, I've been using like GarageBand and shit now, so like I have like a few things that I'll save if I come up with something cool, and I'll throw that stuff in every now and then but for the most part it's like kind of just whatever it feels like at the time you know hmm hey dude what did you think of that brendan kelly doing uh fucking uh all here is static Static? yeah i liked it i did too man totally different yeah i didn't like it he texted me before it came out he's like i got something i'm working on he's like i don't want to tell you what it is he's like but you're either gonna really like it or you're really gonna hate it (laughs) and then like a couple days later he's like i can't He's like, here it is. And he sent it over, and I was like, that's rad. That solo on that part done with synth sounds so fucking cool, dude. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I like Lawrence Arms a lot. And it was, I don't know, it's cool that he like picked that song. Because I think somebody said that Red Scare comp was going to be like bands covering other Red Scare bands, which would have been a cool concept. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and Brendan Kelly was like, I want static. That's awesome. So. Yeah. yeah, the Too Late Show, man. That's an underrated Lillington's record, I think, man. There's some fucking great ones on there, dude. Yeah. We don't play any of it because our other guitar player, Zach, like, he pretty much wrote the whole record. I wrote like a few leads here and there and like yeah. a few words. And uh, yeah, he just doesn't tour and he's like, he, he asked us not to play it if he's not playing it. And we're uh, like, yeah, dude. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I was trying to hound him to. Uh, like play a show and we'll play the whole record <laughs> that'd be awesome yeah and he's like i don't know bud <laughs> that'd be cool man hey i always yeah. wondered what led you to do that weighted out song that ben weasel tune i guess that was on uh what was that on back channel yeah mm-hmm. he he offered he said i got a couple tunes that i'm not using if you guys want to oh yeah try them out yeah and we were all stoked we're like fuck yeah and so he sent us like a 
a cassette of him like playing the songs and like singing them in his living room or whatever and uh yeah i was waited out and there was another one called death race that was really cool and probably would have fit better on that record but like we showed him like the demos that we had for it and he's like yeah i don't know you got to speed it up and we're like like we'll just leave it alone (laughs) i think your version's Hmm. way better than riverdale's one for sure (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't know about that oh man for me it is (laughs) it comes down to that vocal you know what i mean (laughs) cody versus ben vocally come on now no contest (laughs) i'm i'm I can't say anything. <laughs> right. But you know what we're saying. Yeah. I thought we thought you get you, <laughs> Your version kicks ass. That's a great song, too. It is kind of <laughs> different on that record, though, for sure. Yeah. It kind of sticks out just a little bit, but not yeah. in a bad way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I am Ben Weasel. You are listening to The Dummy Room with two confused young men who have bad taste in music. Enjoy! Hey Cody, when uh, when you joined Bottle Rocket, um, did you think... I mean, you, you had to know it was going to be kind of cool, right? playing with those guys but did you think that it was going to be like a i don't know like a career thing no no like i had a job like the job that i had like i could get time off which was cool and they had a tour booked with like like it was like ray and brandon and joel their old guitar player and he couldn't make it Mm -hmm. so brandon was like yeah you want to you know, do this tour with us. And I wasn't doing anything. And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And the first tour I did with them was like super fun. And I realized I missed it a lot. So yeah. So I joined the band, but I, yeah, I never, I just figured it would be like fucking around, you know, doing it when we could. And yeah, all that. Um, can I ask you one question about Brandon real quick? Sure. Okay. So, Obviously, after he passed away, it sucked. I mean, my initial thought was um, it sucked because he was a hell of a talent, you know. And then, of course, you think of Ray immediately because they're brothers. And then then you get to Teenage Bottle Rocket. And I kind of remember thinking, they're done, you know. They're never going to play again. And I was wondering, like, I was kind of wondering. I kind of wanted to ask Ray, but I didn't want to ask Ray, but... Like, wh- how was that? What was the mood there? Was there ever a, you know, did you think you weren't going to come back? Or We we talked about it. We kind of said we were going to think about it for a while. And we took some time and, like, we all kind of called, like, eventually called each other up and stuff. And I was like, I'm, I'm down to keep doing it if you guys are. And Ray was like, yeah, he's like, he's like I lost my brother. I don't want to lose my band, too. And he's like, I think that's what brandon would want us to do yeah you know i kind of i kind of like it's it's weird but i feel like you know continuing on only like makes him live on a little bit yeah because when i think of teenage bottle rocket i still you know i still kind of think of him is because of that you know yeah i mean i'm not trying to take away from darren or anything but 
he was such a huge part that I think, you know, he represents, you know, I should say Teenage Bottle Rocket kind of represents him in a way. Yeah. It sounds kind of weird, but it's like, I think a lot of people still think of him because of that. They go see him, they miss him, of course, but then they, you know, they reminisce or whatever about him. Yeah. No, yeah, I never really thought about it that way, but it's true. I mean, it's, I don't know. Bottle Rocket was like Brandon's baby pretty much, you know, and it was when we kept doing it, it was like, shit, like, it's kind of weird not having him, you know, guiding shit and stuff, but Mm. yeah. I think most people are happy that you did, though, you know what I mean? You had to keep going. That's the best way to honor him, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. Definitely. So, do you guys give Darren shit ever? Was it like a Cliff Burton thing yeah, or a like Jason Newstead thing, I should say? <laughs> no. Darren's no? awesome. Like, like, Darren's the easiest to get along with guy I've ever met in my life. Like, we get pumped to, like, hang out with him and stuff. Because when, when we're at home, like, we'll text him and shit. And, like, he never replies to anything. Like, he just goes fucking dark. <laughs> Fuck those <And> guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, I think. And then when we get together, it's like, hey, it's Chuka, he's back. <clears throat> That's cool. Yeah. He was on the show, he was one of our first guests. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I thought it was really cool. I was a yeah. fan of uh old wives, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, I like old wives a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. This baby in my head reminds me of everything. This thing in my head reminds me of everything That I said I wouldn't do again but did Another bad decision wrapped up in everything That'll make me forget every goddamn thing That I want to lose
but yeah, I, I thought when you guys got him, it was like, holy shit, that guy's great, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he's good. That was like Ray kind of was thinking of him. He was like the first choice that Ray had, and he said yes. So it was it worked out it worked out good. Yeah. So what's next for uh, Bottle Rocket Man? Um, we go to we do like a tour in kind of like Florida in the southeast. Oh yeah, I saw that with uh, Tightwire. Yeah, in February, and then we go to Australia in April, I think. Cool. And then I think, yeah, I don't know. Like Miguel usually sets up all the stuff, Ray and Miguel, and so I'm just kind of waiting to hear. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> right I think they were talking about trying to hit like places that we don't normally hit too often. How about lacrosse, man? Maybe. The <laughs> warehouse still there? It, actually, it is still here. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's you know he had some trouble for a while, mm-hmm. just because of uh, he bought like the building next to it. It was like an old beauty college, oh, and. Yeah. The guy had like a ten year lease. Well, he bought the building, but then the guy fucking moved to Florida, oh, so shit. he stuck with this empty building, and he almost lost it all. But I think he just sold that to some developers and shit. But he's no, it's it's still going. I mean, not a lot of you know, no nobody comes here that I like, you know. Yeah, that's what I thought when I lived there. I was like, that place is kind of a cool venue, and like I I saw the dolly rots there, and I saw. Yep. Um, Dude, I saw the. I bet you we were both at that show. I bet we were, yeah. yeah. And uh, Bullets to Broadway played there. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know that. Dude, the history of that place when you walk up there, it's like all the posters and shit. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. Uh, you know, I kind of grew up there. I mean, my band would practice up there in one of the rooms, and we'd play all the shows. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Um, you know, I saw the Descendants there, like the first show back. Oh wow! Um, yeah, that was that was kind of nuts, but um, yeah, it's still there, man. But it's a different place now. You know, it's a different scene altogether. Yeah, when so, I was there, it was mostly like bad metal stuff. That's still kind of bad metal stuff, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that eh, people don't, you know, I saw the Smoking Popes there a few years ago, uh-huh. and it was it was pretty weak, like. 25 30 people maybe yeah so but i think that was i think we played there with more crux when we were out with them and there was like 20 people maybe yeah so i've seen some i've seen a lot of crazy shows there i mean i've seen some great shit but i saw a band there once at a it was like an all-day fest i was probably like 16 and it was during the day and like this fucking band, nobody was like into them. Nobody was dancing or whatever. And they yeah. got fucking pissed and started throwing their shit in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they fucking they fucking got escorted out. Wow, really? Uh, yeah, and even even like no house music, nothing playing, and the fucking bouncers are there like watching them load up their shit to get out, and these guys are just letting the fucking whole place have it you know fuck you guys just screaming and <laughs> wow. yeah it was pretty funny actually you know did the bouncers help help them carry cabs down all those stairs yeah i think they did yeah <laughs> you remember the stairs yeah, yeah. The stairs are a nightmare at that place but it's cool like i don't know i thought it was pretty rad 
Yeah. Sounds great there. We used to yeah. help bands load up. Oh, we used really? to wait there. Like, I was in high school, you know, so when Super Chunk came, it was like we helped them load up their shit for them. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Did they put you on the guest list at least? No, no. But it was like, it was, the when Super Chunk played there, it was like Super Chunk and Peg Boy. And okay. it was $7. Wow. So, but that was, that was, you know, 93, right. 94. But still, I well, that's still a lot probably should have <laughs> You know? Yeah, seven bucks though. What a yeah, like Peg Boy great was show. So great. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. since we moved into Baller Rocket talk, why don't we do the thing that we did with Ray with Cody, where like where they pick each other's <laughs> songs? Can we do that? Would that be cool? Sure. So what we did with Ray was like we went through the TBR records, and he picked his best song and your best song. So we want to kind of get your take on that. Like you know what I mean? Like we'll go to Total, and you pick your favorite Ray tune and your favorite tune of your own. Sure. All right. Well, so we'll, should we do another way? You got a favorite one on another way? I mean, obviously there's yeah. none of yours to pick on there. Yeah, totally. We can we can do that. Um, right. One second. I'm gonna pull up iTunes so I can see what songs are on all these records. They kind of blend together. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite cover? What's your favorite color combination? Um, I don't know. Like. The the covers record kind of turned out cool. I thought with like the purple and yellow. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but other than that, pro- probably shadows. Like I don't know, I'm kind of a green dude. Yeah. The new one looks cool, like with the mirror yeah, shit on it. It does look cool, dude. When I pre-ordered shadows from Fat, you know, it came mm-hmm. with like a T-shirt. And oh really? I, I never wore it because I hate neon fucking shirts like that. Oh <laughs> it was yeah. Like, yeah, because I, I work. I am always around guys that have like neon fucking yellow shirts on and they drive me nuts. So, yeah. I never wore that shirt out. <laughs> just nice. basically pajamas at this point, but mine just came with a fucking like a flyer with a blank white rectangle on the bottom. You know what I mean? Like you post up at the club. Yeah, I got one of those too. Yeah. yeah. I have it hanging up in my basement. My yeah. favorite is Total, by the way. It, that looks the coolest. Black and oh, white. Nice. Black and white. Yeah. <laughs> like warning device looks cool. Reminds me of Striper. There you go. <laughs> All right, so did you yeah. did you find this another way, yeah. Cody? Yeah. So what's your favorite think, Ray tune on there? Uh, well, I get two because yeah, I'm two not choices. on this one, so I, so I get a bit two Ray songs. Okay. I like B Stag and Rathead. Yeah. Rathead. Yeah. No pull the plug, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, pull the plug's good too. I don't know. Okay, Rathead's fun to play. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Solid choices, dude. So mm-hmm. what about when you get to Total? Total. Um, A lot of good ones from both of you. Yeah. I mean, Radio's kind of... When I heard that song, I was like super jealous. <laughs> so was I. <laughs> um, yeah, it might be Radio or Fall For Me is pretty awesome. Together, I'll do anything that you want to stay 
That's Cody's song on total. Me. So far away. Hmm. <laughs> I go for Lost in Space, I think. Yeah, I kind of like Lost in Space. That was the mm. first song I wrote. So like, before you hooked up with these dudes, you they were Ray was saying you already had all these songs. Was it, were these potentially going to be a, like a Lillington's thing or what were no, you going to do with them? No, it wasn't going to be them? Lillington's. Like I was just kind of saving them up for whatever. Like Mass and I talked at one point about doing a band. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. And so yeah, that cool. And so I wrote like a bunch of songs, and then nothing really happened. So okay. yeah, when we started playing, when I started playing with those guys, like Lost in Space, I had written uh, Bloodbath. I think I'd written. Um, so far away, did you have that one? Fucking no, that was like last minute. Really? Yeah. I love it's a that great song. one, man. Fuck yeah. yeah, so cool, <laughs> so cool. Stupid games, like yeah, a lot of those actually were already written before. Bloodbath reminds me; it could have been like a sack tune, just on the title. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, because we like we were doing sack shit at the same time, pretty much. So. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'd love a new sack yeah, record probably lost at some space. point. Lost in space. Yeah, that's. I feel you. Uh, what's the next warning device? The striper record. Striper. <laughs> to hell with the devil. Yeah. <laughs> um. Speaking of Christian metal, like, wh- what made you guys go on this whole Satan trip <laughs> that you've been on the last couple of years? Is it just like a? <laughs> It's just kind of like a thing to pull in the gullible fans, or what is all that? No, it's, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, You found the way through Satan or whatever? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the Dark Lord, what have you. Yeah, save you, my soul. Yeah. Dude, I used to love Striper, though, when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, they were good. Just the guitar I, playing was ridiculous, like, just... Yeah. My, I remember my guitar teacher was like, you gotta check out these dudes, man. It's like two Eddie Van Halens. I was like, really? <laughs> cool. <laughs> you know, what I mean? you take recommendations from your guitar teacher, and of course, I've he's seen a to shirt. hell with the devil on vinyl a couple of times, and I've been kind of tempted to buy it because I didn't really. I had it in God We Trust on cassette, like I got yeah. it from this dude, and I was like, this is kind of cool. And then, like, I don't know, I, the, the whole Christian thing kind of just pushed me off. <laughs> they kind of went. I think they kind of went uh, pussy after that with the devil. So, yeah, even to yeah. hell with the devil's well, pussy compared to that soldiers. <laughs> it is though you know what I mean okay but anyway we're not here to talk about fucking striper just so happens that warning <laughs> device has striper. the same Jesus colors Christ. for the color for the cover <laughs> so right. Ray Song what you got 
Mm. Shit. My favorite Ray song is on this record. Hmm. I'd say between either On My Own or Pacemaker. Yeah, I like On My Own and She's Not the One. Those are She's Not the One. I love that oh, song yeah. for me. Yeah, that's a good song too. <laughs> Warning device, the, the title. This is Ray's record. Too. Yeah. Yeah. But out of your Ray, songs. Ray has a lot better songs on this one than I do. My songs are pretty subpar for sure. I don't know, man. That wasting time is so fucking good. It doesn't matter what Ray wrote. That, you know what I mean? That, that was supposed to be on Total when we ran out of time, so we yeah. cut it. That's what Ray told us. I had never heard that before then. He said yeah. that you guys changed the key, too. So was it lower or higher before? Ah, uh, Fuck, I can't remember. We changed the key on a couple of songs on Total for sure. Cool. But. So what are yeah, you going with for, for that record? My favorite song? Yeah, are you going with... Uh, what are you going with? Probably Social Life, maybe. It's a good one. It is a good yeah. one. find out so how many like what's the percentage of bottle rockets cuts that are like about real life of shit yeah a lot more than wellington's for sure yeah 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 it's more from the heart rather than you know i like the themes of the wellington's records though i like that spy shit i like the comic book horror shit you know what i mean it's all great yeah yeah bottle rockets kind of a different different beast yeah all right so shadows then right that's next yeah, shadows. Let me pull that sucker up. Hmm, that's some good one. Hey, what's your deal with Kiss, Cody? I love Kiss. Okay, because I mean, you've had them. You mentioned them in 
couple different songs. Obviously, yeah. Headbanger, Bigger Than Kiss, the big one. Did you get any flack I'm, from the Kiss weirdos on that one? I'm, oh, a, I'm a Kiss weirdo, so is Nate. Yeah. No, there were some people that were pretty pissed off about it. That video is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's like you... I don't know. And, like, when I got into Kiss, like, I thought it was just kind of funny because I'm like, who's, like, one of the biggest bands and, like, most ridiculous bands? And I'm like, probably Kiss. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, the, the more I, like, got into their shit, I'm like, fuck, man, I love Kiss. Some of that early shit rips, dude. Yeah. The uh, the last Bottle Rocket tour we went on, like, we took a day off because I had Kiss tickets no shit. in Denver. So I, like, flew back from Green Bay to see Kiss and then flew back to Minneapolis to finish the tour. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and it was I always just, it. I never knew because sometimes it's like, you know, you know, the Kiss Army, what the fuck are you talking about kind of stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? So I thought maybe I didn't know for sure. Yeah. No, song. yeah, I like them. That's, yeah. They were definitely one of the coolest bands of their time. You know what I mean? If you think about, I mean, the Ramones hadn't really made their splash yet, and Kiss was already yeah. doing their shit. Yeah. So it's pre-punks days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of one of the first kind of like gothy, dark, heavy bands. You know? Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I was kind of like, I remember seeing shit on on TV when they played Rapid City, South Dakota, because we would get that channel in Newcastle. Okay. And they had like they had like commercials like Kiss at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center and like I just fucking be fascinated with like I'm like holy fuck what is this right oh well, they got makeup on yeah I mean definitely an influential band for yeah. me it was just one of those bands that when I was like you know six or something they were these superhero dudes who played guitars and were evil and fired blood and all this shit I thought it was so cool yeah totally I, I just kind of stuck put on with a it. Show. Yeah, it's good shit. I saw them when they came through St. Louis back in September. It was fucking great. Did you? Yeah. I pretty much go. If they're in town and I can get there, I try to make it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just because of that band. Is They were like the first band I ever got into when I was a little kid. You know what I mean? So they have like a yeah. special spot for me. Yeah. But I, I really... went with, when I flew out to see them, like I went with my wife, Dana, and like, one of this dude that she works with and my buddy Levi and none of them had seen kiss before. I'm like, Oh yeah, this will be cool. <laughs> yeah. And they're, yeah. They were all like, Holy fuck. Yeah. Can you imagine flying down on those fucking things at the beginning and all that stuff? When are you guys going to yeah. do that shit? I don't know. Sign <laughs> me up. Can you imagine? <laughs> I couldn't. I'm, I don't know if I could. Do I would it. love to see that. I got into kiss. <laughs> I got I think into I'm kiss. too overweight to, to, <laughs> the fucking zip line. Yeah, I, Cody uh, flies out to the middle of sings fucking <laughs> ramble on out there. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Sorry, Nate. I'm sorry. No, no. Saying? I was just gonna. I've told this to Jody before, but when I got into Kiss, I was really young too, Cody. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember the Crazy Nights, um, the back cover where Paul Stanley's pulling up his little speedo, you know. Oh, yeah. Out of his pants. That's not a speedo. That's a straight up fucking thong, dude. Well, whatever that is, I don't know. But I was just like, <laughs> as a kid, I remember thinking, like, I didn't want to grow up and have to do that. Like, I thought that was like normal. <laughs> I thought that's what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So you thought when you grew up, you're gonna have to like rock the panties. Well, like if I was a rocker, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that's what you gotta do. Like, grow some fuck, hairy you know? chest and all that shit. Yeah. Shit, the older I get, the less material there are in my underwear. 
<laughs> yeah, but I seriously, that was a thought in my fucking head. I like, I'm like, I don't want to look like that, you know. <laughs> you never know. You might look good yeah. in a thong, dude. No. <laughs> well, Stanley looks good in a thong, not me. So uh, I don't even no. think Paul does. It's not a good look. No. Well, yeah. Well, he would look better than me or you probably. So <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up with the pick slide? Who did the pick slide and uh, like <laughs> whose idea was that to make it ridiculously long in that song? That was that was me. I love that too. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, um, we we were gonna do like bigger than Kiss was like originally. Or, it was gonna be a sax song. Yeah, and and uh, like the guy that played drums on the sax stuff, who also played drums on Back Channel, like Scott. We were like listening to a lot of Motley Crue and shit, and when uh, we were listening to Red Hot, and I was like realize how fucking ridiculously long this pick slide is at the beginning of this <laughs> song and so we were like yeah if we do a song we should put like a absurdly long pick slide in there somewhere yeah i love it's the video awesome. how the neck just keeps going and going <laughs> yeah. you can read great. this you've slid too far yeah that's great is that first yeah. take how many takes it take to do that probably not i'm terrible pick slides it's definitely i think there's like three or four of them like together on that yeah when we did it hmm. uh colin six probably my favorite ray song on this one okay good yeah. one yeah yeah I like that one uh me probably it's without you that song's <laughs> <the> shit <laughs>
Yeah, without without you, it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably Kiss. I don't know. Yeah, that's great too. Yeah, they came from the shadows. Is fucking great. The song, you know. Yeah, nobody really. I haven't heard a whole lot of people like talk about that song. I liked it a lot. It was one of my favorites right off the right off the jump when I got that album. Nice. It's a good one. Uh, what else All is right. on there? Forbidden Planet. It's pretty fucking good too. Yeah, that one's pretty fun. How about uh, how about Freak Out? Favorite Ray song? Yeah, yours is pretty easy, but <laughs> yeah, Ray's got some good ones on here too. Your favorite is definitely not <laughs> Maverick, though, right? <laughs> I actually like that song a lot. Do like, you? Yeah. We always thought because you didn't like Top Gun that you wouldn't like it. Yeah, like Ray and Brandon would be singing me the lyrics when they were writing it, and I'm like, man, that just that sucks. (laughs) But because I knew they were like super stoked on it and stuff, and I've always stood my ground that Top Gun's a terrible movie. It really is, and and I get shit for it too. People like, what? All this weird like gay overtones that you didn't notice when you were a kid watching it. (laughs) You know. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I haven't watched it. Since I watched it after this song came out because I was like, I don't. I know it's about Top Gun, but I don't get these references. So I w- fucking watched the movie again, and <laughs> uh, just to understand the cut. But uh, yeah, there's all this weird homo shit between a couple of those dudes. And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that, but I'm just saying I never noticed it when I was a kid. You know? Yeah. Anyways. Um. Fuck. It might be Maverick, actually. It is a fucking great one. Yeah. What about yours? Um, I kind of like summertime.
a good one. Yeah. For me, it's done with love though all day long. Done with love, yeah. That song is fucking yeah. classic. Yeah, I don't know. Like that one never really. And so you decided to do another sack tune on this record, right? So you're gonna start yeah. banging out a bunch of sack tunes on every Bottle Rocket record. We talked about doing one on uh, <laughs> Tales from Wyoming, and we're like, ah, no. I don't think it would fit on that record. But my yeah. favorite's Pimp Got Stuck. That's the shit. Yeah. I love Pimp Got Stuck. Why you gotta stab me in my back, Johnny? I'm bleeding shit. Everybody gather round if you wanna see the shit hit the fan. Somebody said the pimp, now he's hotter than a frying pan. Pimp's hold you scared, watch a bitch and spread the money and run. Cause never expect it to go watch it like a road. Well, Pimp got stuck Pimp got stuck Pimp could fight for the night Pimp got stuck Damn, sucker! song <laughs> like, you're like, like you dance sucker yeah it's yeah fucking great <laughs> um yeah probably yeah probably summertime i don't okay, know okay it's a good one man yeah i like that yeah one. we ne- we never play that one but i was was pretty stoked when i wrote it yeah uh, yeah it's good done with love though man there's just something magical about that one <laughs> I remember like there was this dude that I used to like hang out with way back in the 90s who was like a big Lillington's fanatic and all this stuff just like me you know and he had moved away like years ago but right after this record came out I guess he was home visiting his parents or whatever and I bumped into him at fucking Walmart right and he's like oh my god dude have you heard Bottle Rocket it's Cody's new band I'm thinking yeah, well yeah dude they've been around for this is like the fifth <laughs> record he's yeah. like He's like, that Done With Love's the best fucking song Cody's ever written. I said, oh, yeah. yeah, it's a good one, man. Thinking, <laughs> may not be the best one ever, but it is a fucking damn good song, you know? Mm. But I thought it was yeah. weird as dude Brian Ingram. <laughs> it was like, I hadn't up, seen Brian? him in 10 years, yeah. <laughs> What's up? What's up? And he was telling me about this brand new band called Teenage Bottle Rocket. <laughs> uh, crazy stuff. Nice. All right, Wyoming. Tales, Tales from Wyoming. Tales. Hmm. I think I probably like Dead Saturday the best out of Ray's songs. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, Can't Quit You. 
Yeah, that one's good too. I like that TV that, set. That's the one for me. Yeah. Can't quit use funny, like the fact that it just mentions crystal meth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Takes me back to my old days. Right? Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling all fucked up again, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ray's favorite Cody song here was uh Steve. they call me Steve. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. favorite Cody. He said I that like... was his favorite Battle Rocket song out of the whole damn discography, dude. <laughs> Steve, yeah, Steve's Steve's cool. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, you play that game? You, are you into that shit? I did for a while on my phone, like before they expanded it, and now it's kind of crazy and out of my league. But yeah, you... we, I was we, when we played in Russia. <clears throat> we were like, I think Miguel and Ray might have got tattoos at this place or something, and I was just sitting there playing it and. The promoter guy, Ilya, comes over and he's like, what are you playing? And I showed him Minecraft and he's like, you know, they make games that look a lot better than that now. And I was just like, <laughs> fucking got a chuckle. Not not in the U.S., motherfucker. Yeah, we're still <laughs> behind the times. <laughs> right. Um, I like I found the one. I do too. Nice. I kind of like Cockroach. Yeah. Yeah. I, like just, I don't know. Just because it was like something I'd never, I'd never written a, a song like that before. I don't think like kind of slow and just yeah, I don't know, weird. Metally? We tried playing it. What's that? <laughs> Metally a little bit. A little bit, yeah. A um, little bit. Yeah, we tried playing that a couple times live, and it was like nobody gave a shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what about the stealing the covers? Should we do that one? We did it with Ray. Yeah, so might as well. So what you got? These are all pretty good songs actually like, alien motion technology yeah fucking I, I mugwumps, think, dude. mugwumps yeah, yeah the mugwumps version's fucking way better than ours i think uh i agree with that actually yeah but like we, that we fucking banana brain's a great fucking record dude <laughs> yeah unreal that's pretty untouchable i think ray was what was ray's again i forget was it robocop i think so yeah robocop's funny as fuck man i like college town i always liked that song by juke yeah yeah it was a great record. Ah, uh, fuck. I don't know. Probably College Town for Ray. Right on. Or uh, maybe Robo. I think Robocop for sure. Okay. And for me, shit. I don't know. Gay Parade's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. I can't get passed back and forth on that one, man. Yeah. Totally. What's that? I can't get passed back and forth. Yeah, back and forth's awesome. Screaming child, we bitch and fight it will do- 
Hollywood Blondes. Blondes, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was like that was one of my picks for the record. Like we all kind of threw in songs that we wanted, and yeah, back and forth was mine for sure. Cool. What about the little stay rad? Oh shit! What's your favorite Miguel song on this record? (laughs) Um, I'd have to probably give it to uh, I Never Knew. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great song, man. It is a good song. We talked to Ray about that. He doesn't. Does he write a lot and just doesn't make the records or what? No, he. I don't think he's ever really tried writing songs until this record. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he has. Like he's been in other bands and stuff, but he just never, never kind of like threw any out there. Yeah, but you got to look at Miguel's position, dude. He's like the George Harrison in a band with Lennon and McCartney. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to get your songs. You know what I mean? To muster up that courage to be like. You guys are both song. fucking great, but I got a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that song's awesome. Like, I asked him if I could sing it because I think he was going to have Ray sing it originally, and I was like, "Can I sing it?" <laughs> right on. I, I I I told this to Ray, and don't don't get pissed, but I, it's my favorite song on the record. Oh, is it? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. So. I'm not pissed. I, I, <laughs> I think it's good too. <laughs> so, what's your favorite Ray song? Ray song. Is it everything to me? I don't know. I don't know. I kind of like that one. It's pretty good. I kind of like anti-social media, actually. Yeah. What's the one about the acid? It's kind of funny. Oh, yeah. The first time I did acid was the last time I did acid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a good, bunch of good ones on here. I like Little Kid. It's weird, you know, but... Yeah. Definitely different, but uh, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite Cody song, Cody? Oh, shit. Probably I Want to Kill Clint Carlin. Yeah? Yeah. You know, whenever it's... I first saw the, like, the release of these names, for some reason I just was scanning through it and I thought it was George Carlin. <laughs> I'm like, what is the problem with fucking <laughs> He's George already dead, Carlin? dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to dig, dig him up and, up and fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that's funny now nah, clint used to be like our old like merch guy and stuff and <clears throat> i wrote that song like i came up with the title and then i wrote the song and i was like demoing it on my computer and i called him up and i was like hey when you get a lunch break can you send me a, like a voice memo that says uh dude what the fuck and just sound kind of disappointed and pissed off <laughs> and he like and he sent it over and like i put it at the end of the song and sent it back to him and he's like that's the coolest thing anybody's ever done for me he's like except for the whole you want to kill me part <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> uh, but still he's a he's a immortalized now in a tbr song you know yeah pretty cool he's clint's a good dude right on I wish we would have done this for the Lillingtons, but do you have a favorite just all-time Lillington song? Like, if, if someone came up to you and said, you're in the span of Lillingtons, what's that all about? What's your best song? If you, Fuck. Do you have a yeah. pick for that? That's kind of tough, right? I don't know. I usually go to War of the Worlds. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs>
Dagon off of the new album quite a bit. I like the ins. What's the one about the insect nightmares? I like that yeah. One. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's tough. Just one overall song. Like yeah, like what? <laughs> there's so many different styles in there. You know, mm-hmm. over the years, yeah. especially. It's hard to pick one that would represent your whole catalog. Yeah. I think I'd go with You're the Only One, just because it's a great song, plus it's got that that production. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's a couple songs, uh, uh, you know, something maybe earlier, but just doesn't have the, the quality there. Yeah. The production, you know? Like, uh, I don't know, Alien Girl, wrapped around her little wrapped finger. Wrapped around her little finger. Oh, shit. That song is classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forget about those songs. That so was that one true? I mean, were you way into the TV or what? Uh, I mean, I watched Twenty a lot Inch of Zenith. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think we had a Zenith. Like, we weren't that poor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, great. most of it was bullshit. Right. Some great bullshit, though, man. so i asked we talked to dr frank about this um he he mentioned that his wife was a fan a mr t fan before was your wife into uh lillington's bottle rocket yeah i mean yeah she i think she listened to him but not like not anymore (laughs) yeah not anymore no she's like holy shit what was i thinking (laughs) yeah she she'd listened to that stuff before that's cool yeah Yeah. i think like when she was younger and stuff that's cool yeah all right man i think we should wrap it up it's kind of getting late but really appreciate you uh coming on being a guest with us man yeah dude it was awesome yeah thanks for hanging out cody really fun and uh (laughs) feel free to uh you know hit me up if you want to come back and talk about new lillington stuff new New, album or something you know new battle rocket (laughs) new uh piano solo record on top of a mountain somewhere whatever you got <laughs> yeah let's work on that cody solo album yeah, yeah that was a- 10 love songs wow. from cody 14 love songs from cody <laughs> 22 all right <laughs> i'll get on it <laughs> all right man we won't keep you any longer yeah. thanks so much um, cody it was rad right on yeah thanks for having me guys yep take it easy yeah you too this is Dan Bappett from Dan Bappett and Cheats, and you're listening to The Dummy Room. Well, there you have it, huh? Cody. Cody. Yeah, man. That was awesome. That was awesome. Dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I hope we didn't gush too much about how much we love the guy, but I mean, I do. I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I care. I didn't creep him out, but I mean, I he's care. like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Cody's that guy. He's written so many of my favorite songs, you know, over time, over the last damn near, you know, quarter century, you know? Mm, yeah, well, since 96, so right. 23 years. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying. You do that weird math though down there. <laughs> Still, you know um, what absolutely, I mean. For, dude. Forever, it feels like. I mean, I I feel kind of like a dick saying that shit out of Lux. My favorite thing he's ever done because there's so much good shit. I, you know, Shut all the bottle rocket them. stuff. Yeah, all the Lillington stuff is great. The fucking sack I mean, record is great. I mean, the 
the dude really can't do any wrong. You know, I mean, I haven't really heard anything by him that I was like, that fucking sucks. You know what I mean? Everything yeah, I've ever heard no. is either like stellar or just really good, you know? Yeah. It's Stella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um nice. yeah, man. So I can't wait for the uh the solo album. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I don't see that happening, but that no, would be cool. I buy it, you know. Anything yeah. he does, I wanna hear it, you know. So Yeah, has he ever done like anything acoustic? I don't I don't know. He never has, right? There's no Lillington's acoustic mm, shit. He no. does acoustic on that uh Ray Rocket yeah. song that's on oh, uh, Tales. Yeah. I think Cody played some acoustic on that. Okay, but I mean, just a straight up him fucking solo coffee shop in it or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure yeah. if, he, if he would, it would be cool. I mean, you know, we love that dude yeah. here. The vocals. When, I mean, he's got one of the greatest voices in punk rock. Oh, yeah. How cool would it be if he if he uh, went acoustic like some open mic night at an acoustic place or uh, like a co- like a coffee house? Yeah, and he busted out all the dumb Lillington songs like "Smart Ass" and "Genitals" and <laughs> I don't even you know Kevin is a lunatic and just did him acoustic. Yeah, I don't be, know. I'd scare some be people. Cool, but imagine this, <laughs> it'd be like, really cool. You go into some little see. town and the acoustic coffee shop you know open mic and he busts out so far away acoustic people's heads might explode oh yeah well that's i'm not saying like Lilling brilliant fucking song or tbr fans but just anybody you know yeah well that song you could pull off but i mean phantom maggot eh, it's probably not gonna go over so good <laughs> but you never know man it's not so much what yeah. you say it's how you say it with that voice it's true you know what i mean anything could sound great yeah, yeah. man but what fun um, episode. That was awesome. Super, super fun episode. We're getting down there on the guys that, you know, like uh, these legend dudes. Lists. Yeah. Yeah. So the big like list we're is Kill Bill. Shrieking. We're marking them off one by one. Yeah, we've been on, we've been on fire lately, man. We've just been getting really lucky, you know. There's some still yeah. some big fish out there to get, though. You know, we haven't Oh, had, yeah, of course. We haven't had Joe on yet. We haven't had... Uh, PJ. CJ, 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 Marky, I take Richie. You know anyone that was connected to the Ramones? I'd really like to have Danny Fields in here. Yeah, have him tell a bunch of stories. He could even tell some uh, door stories just for you. Nope, we're good. <laughs> you wouldn't mind a quick Morrison story or two, would you? I mean, I, would, it's a pretty I, wild I don't shit, care. Sure. I just not my thing at all. <laughs> so, but no. uh we should get out but yeah special thanks to cody for coming on and yeah. uh yeah very pretty last minute you know totally now we got to get so. miguel and we'll have all have had all the tbr dudes yep i'll work on it actually i i did talk to him before and he said he would uh he would come on sometime yeah all so. right well let's wrap this up that'll be cool stay tuned for our final four of the yep. uh, tbr quadrilogy at some point in the future yeah, the years the years uh, we're in December now, and this episode comes out. So, um, yeah, dude, we're getting down there. Almost end of the year already. So that's crazy, man. This year has flew by. I totally has flown by, man. It's 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 nuts. So, but right. we've done a lot of cool shit this year, um, with Dummy Room, of course, and then with uh, Laid Backs and and Hey Pizza. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of a yeah, kind of a proud thing. So, mm-hmm. 2019, the year that pop punk reared its ugly head again ugly beautiful all right head. dude 
<laughs> its beautiful, I, majestic head. That sound better? Sure, sounds great. <laughs> so, hey, what about that contest from last week? We doing that still? We're doing it, man. We have we didn't get a lot of um, a lot of max headrooms in the comments. So, which is no either one made it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody made it, or nobody gives a shit. Um, I would think people would want these buttons, but anyways, I got eight names, dude. Cool. I don't think I missed any. Sweet. And I even threw a threw Paul number one in there, even though he requested not to win. <laughs> Good luck, Paul. Yeah. You ready? <laughs> yeah, sure. So Let's do it. I got the names in the uh, the old uh, wheel of names, and here we go. All right, we have a winner. We got Jeff Spritzer. Oh, yeah. yeah, that dude's awesome. He he is, uh, he is a uh, quite the collector. He's yeah. got some cool shit. So doesn't he have he Jughead's actually... guitar? I think he. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he actually he actually won a test pressing of the new Rochelle's record from me too. Sweet. So this is getting weird. Yeah, that dude's cool. He's a, he's like way <laughs> into the Dickies too. Is he? Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. So congratulations, Jeff. I have your address already, so uh, be on the lookout, dude. So uh, fun episode tonight. We will um, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Bye. See you. Thanks for listening to The Dummy Room. Meet us here next week for another fun episode. And hey, if you want to tell your friends about the show or leave us an iTunes review, that would be super cool. Anyways, goodbye for now.